We got a new review. Ooh, a yeah. new season, it. a new review. You want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. It says, Untold the, uh, first off, it's five stars. So thank you for oh, the five yeah. star reviews. It says, Untold the Podcast is like the unassuming superhero of podcasts. Ooh. Rescuing the ordinary from the clutches of boredom. Ah. In that case, you're probably Grace Captain Marvel. <laughs> I'm probably like Iron Man or someone cool. Mm. Grant's probably Captain America. Mm. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Shelby, Grant, and Grace, they, the terrific trio, turn everyday topics into laugh-out-loud adventures. Wow. Oh, laugh-out-loud. Nice. I like it. Their banter is so contagious that even my pet rock cracked a smile. <laughs> wow. This uh, sounds like a lonely person. says, yes, I have a pet rock. Thanks, The Untold Podcast, for making me question my life choices. <laughs> what? Dang. Wow. That's deep. Okay, well, thanks for the review. That went strange. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do we know who wrote that? Uh, yeah, it's a person, a user, chat GPT. Oh, um, God, Shelby. <laughs> hey, we need some reviews, so go like us, review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave us a review on all the social medias that you have out there, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. You can find us there at Untold the Podcast. Oh, jinx. In the meantime, thanks for listening, and uh, check out this great episode. Share with your friends. Love you. Peace out. You're, Grace, you're going to Arkansas? Yes. I missed that first part. Yeah, so um, there's a solar eclipse in April. Uh-huh. Um, and it's going to be the last solar eclipse for... What if it's cloudy? Uh, like, well, then uh, I'm out of luck. But that's like driving there? Yeah. That's like those people who climb up to the top of a mountain just for it to be like completely foggy and you can't even see out. Mm. That would be... <laughs> like that one winery we went to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's got the best views. Yeah, it just did. Kidding. Just kidding. It was foggy that day. Mm-hmm. No, but there's, there's a solar eclipse and like the uh, path of totality goes from like northeast U.S. to... Uh, I think it leaves somewhere in Texas, Mexico, and down. So we're going to go to Arkansas because it's the closest hmm. to us and spend the night. Hopefully, at least my oldest son will be old enough to remember it. They, my younger son won't remember, but it's going to uh, be pretty cool. Remember the pitch blackness? No. The darkness? Well, um, when is this, you said? April, I think it's 9th. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. But, so. Uh, just a couple things. First, the locals call it Arkansas, so make sure you <laughs> stick with that. Uh, and second, the uh, what what town are you going into? Um, I think just outside of Jonesboro, North Arkansas. Hmm. Okay, I had a I had a conference in Arkansas and like the Fayetteville mm-hmm. part, and I didn't know Arkansas had more than one town. What? <laughs> so I landed in Little Rock, and come to find out, I needed to be about four hours west mm. of or, yeah mm. west of Little Rock. Mm. Nice. And Faithville. So I had to rent a car. Why are you saying it like that? Uh, that's how the, the locals, they say it <laughs> yeah. different ways. You're acting like this is a foreign country. You, it's, the locals. It's just a state. It's I the will, South. Like, I will tell you, though. Oh, that's... And I would not... I mean, I know they are, but I don't consider them... Wouldn't it be the Midwest? It really or, is the South, no, though. No, it's, yeah, the, it's South. the South. It is it, the South. I'd say anything... But in my mind, I think of it as I don't. Midwest. Yeah, I don't consider them a traditional Southern South. state. No. But they, I think they probably would. Well, yeah. I, I'd say like east of Louisiana is the southeast. Mm. Louisiana is its own southern state. Texas is its own southern state. <clears throat> right. But I would say Arkansas east, and then Mississippi east is like deep south. Mm. So I wouldn't say they're deep south, but they are. They are southern. They're state. south. It's 
I ha- didn't know what to expect. I'm glad I flew into the wrong airport because mm-hmm. I got to drive through the whole state. I also picked up a random person on the side of the road. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. It worked out. Though. It was actually a person that worked at the company I was going to who was driving from Little Rock, had a flat tire, and just so happened I was driving by. You just left the car there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, her husband came and picked it up. Oh. Uh, Arkansas is a lawless. Yeah. You, just, a lawless. you just leave anything and maybe it's hope the, for the best. Maybe it's the female in me, but let me tell you how many times I am going to stop on the side of the road to pick someone mm-hmm. up. Absolutely zero. Well, it was orchestrated. I mean, someone called me and said, hey, are you coming? So-and-so oh, needs. Okay. He made okay. it. Okay. You I, didn't, I made it. He made it you sound random. for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need to go wow. into the details. The magic is dead yeah. now. Is well, that what you wanted? Sorry, is that what you wanted, Grace? Sorry, you're absolutely crazy if you pick someone up on the side of the road, but you are. You've done that before though i've heard oh, you yeah that's just random I I story a lot of stories go like figure that. shelby's the crazy mm-hmm. one of us um mm-hmm. but i will say on my long drive i thought to myself man arkansas is a lot more beautiful than i ever would have imagined i hear there's a wolf sanctuary there and i'm really sad i'm not gonna have time to go to that well i hit one. Oh no you didn't okay <laughs> uh no i don't know about that i hmm. didn't see that sign uh, but but <laughs> about the wolf sanctuary. He is an expert on Arkansas because he's been yeah. there that one time. Uh-huh. I, hey, it's stick with me, kid. It's very hilly. It reminds me a lot of Tennessee. Mm. I spent a uh, whole summer in Arkansas. You know what for, Shelby? I do team effort <laughs> for a. Uh, it was a uh, like a summer camp mm. that I was like a uh, counselor. Both of at. you are camp counselors. Mm-hmm. Yes, wow. I was. Yep, in Texas. So ah, right next to Arkansas. Not quite. <laughs> I mean, it's by there. It's Texas. Al- it's also by New Mexico. Yes. So, I mean, mm. like, not really. Texas is a big state. It doesn't. I don't think it touches Arkansas. <laughs> don't look at me. It doesn't. I don't it know. Doesn't Oklahoma touch touches Oklahoma. Well, yes. <laughs> that's that's you're, good. you're naming other states now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, Louisiana is between Arkansas and. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Louisiana? Yeah, it's next to Texas. Oh, yeah, but Arkansas is north, it's not it's between north it. Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, my no, gosh. Oklahoma, Get out of my Oklahoma is north of Texas. Oh, it does. It, t- it touches Texas on uh, like the mm, tiniest uh, little corner. Mm, what? What? Mm. What was that? Good job. Hey. I'm sorry. Oh, thank Here's you. Here's me telling you, good job. I think I deserve a bell. No, we oh, haven't no. started yet. You've no, got no, like no. you've got like ten miles of border along Texas, and Texas is the mm. biggest state in the U.S. So you know. You know what they say. I don't. Sorry, I didn't remember about that little 10-mile stretch there. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, are you guys ready to start this podcast? Let's do it. Yeah. I don't really want to anymore. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Untold the Podcast. This is the podcast that tells the untold stories of history. In this podcast, two of us compete to tell the best story you've probably never heard before. Join us as we uncover new stories each week together. This is Untold, the podcast. Well, what's up, guys? Hello. How are you doing on this fine uh, Wednesday night or whenever? I just want to keep it evergreen. (laughs) How are you all doing? Good. I'm doing Fantastic. Are you? I'm ready for the Chiefs Super Bowl. Mm. It's coming up. You just said you want to make it evergreen. Yep, yep. I'm going to just put on that. that well, <laughs> if you Shall don't we? know, this is 2024, uh, right before the Super Bowl. Right in the month of February. And if it's mm. February, it means it's another month for the Chiefs to win a Super Bowl. Mm. 
That's right, folks. By the time you hear this, they <laughs> will be the world champions, and Travis Kelsey will have proposed Taylor Swift on the field. That's mm, my prediction. Okay, all right. So you're gonna Grace? Cut, are you? You're gonna cut this whole section out, right? No, because it, it when he's bank. wrong, I want him to go back and listen to mm. this and be like, "Well, mm, you're gonna have time because you know the Super Bowl is not for like two weeks now." Mm-hmm. So mm, yeah. Mm. Well, well, there you go. <laughs> Good timing, Shelby. Thanks for keeping it relevant. <laughs> yep. Well, anyways, on that note, good segue into my name's Grant. Um, I'm joined with my friends. Grace. And? S to the B, a.k.a. Shelby. Mm. And this AKA is. Nope, DJ stop it. Dippendo. Stop it. Uh, this is Untold the Podcast. Woo-hoo. If you don't know how this works, uh, we tell untold history stories. And I have, I'm the host this week, and I've given these to a prompt. This week's prompt is. Pets. Yay. Yes. The untold stories of pets. We love mm. animals. All right. So all throughout this, I'm going to hear their stories. When I hear something I like, uh, you're going to hear this. Oh, yeah. And those are points. Um, I wouldn't count those up too much because they're kind of arbitrary, but, <laughs> you know, it adds a little... Uh, Oh, flare. if you listen yeah, to the right. last episode, you know they're arbitrary because they're just completely, I just got completely wrong. Mm. So. He says it every week, man. I feel like Grace was so enamored by my story, she forgot to ring the I bell. I think she so forgot times. your story. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. But before we do that, I want to get to know these fools a little bit uh, more and uh, wanted to just ask a question based on this topic tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, pets. If you were to have any mythological pet, what would you want to have? So it has to be like a mythological creature, something made up, something not real, obviously. So to get you guys thinking, I'm going to I'm gonna say mine, it would definitely be a Pegasus. Mm, Pegasus a would be my pet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a horse and a bird. I mean, <laughs> I, that's a no-brainer. Do you like horses and birds normally? Uh, no, but put together, <laughs> put together, is this... it is the ultimate uh, mythological creature. I mean, I can... Is this something you ride? Yeah, you uh-huh. can ride a yeah. Pegasus around. Okay. Hercules had one. You would know that ah. if you watched the movie okay. ever. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool mythological creature. Hmm. Um, get to work really fast. Get anywhere really fast. I don't know why I said work. That's not... <laughs> That's where you want to be going. <laughs> yeah, that's not the number one, you know. We can only dream so big, right? Yeah, all right. Mythological pet, yes. I can, I can get to work. Where can I go with this? <laughs> yeah. To my job. Gosh. But yeah, that would be me. Uh, what about you guys? Do you do you have like a, a imaginary pet you would want? A dragon. A dragon? Oh, oh a dragon. Yeah. seems safe. Yeah. I don't care. Where would you park it? Just. I'd buy some land, you know, oh. let it eat the neighbor's sheep's. It'll be fine. Now that I have a dragon, I have all right. of its gold, so you can buy the land, right? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. You remember that ice storm in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. You get that mm. dragon out there? Yep. Yeah. I, oh, God, yeah. I could have saved Atlanta that year. Mm-hmm. Could have saved Atlanta. <laughs> 11 years ago. Uh-huh. You just want to be Khaleesi, don't you? Yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's, that's I want to I... ride on a dragon. That's mm. basically it. Okay. But it's a it's a dragon. Okay. Would this be like a, a very, because I know in different, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, shows and all that. There's different size gr- dragons. Would it be like a very, very large dragon, or mm-hmm. are you going for like a more moderate size? Um, I'm going for like a, a between Toothless and Drogon, somewhere in between there. Okay. It doesn't need to. And Drogon for a Game of Thrones dragon is actually pretty small. So like, oh okay. I don't need. So, yeah. I don't need a, a dragon that takes yeah. up 
you know, a hundred mm-hmm. acres just sitting there. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, right. That doesn't make sense. A humble sized dragon, yeah. a, a good, it can get stuff done, but it's not going to be like bigger than your house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I like that. All right. All right. Uh, I would have an aquarium with a mermaid in it. <laughs> like that would be. <laughs> oh, okay. That sounds. That sounds so much Emily, worse. How would Emily feel about this mermaid? Wait, I just, what? I just wanted to say that I would not. <laughs> okay, do that. all right. Uh, I think I would have donkey from Shrek. Yeah, from Shrek. Like, okay, the yeah, donkey. He would make right. me laugh. I okay. talked to him at Universal. He wouldn't get annoying Listen, after a while. No. He would walk around my backyard and say, "That's a nice boulder." Okay, <laughs> every time. Yeah, but how many times can you deal with that? Oh, I can deal with that no, without that being. Here's annoying. what would happen. We all go to this witch asking for our mythological pets, right? Mm. You ask for the Pegasus, uh-huh. boom, Pegasus appears. I ask for the dragon, boom, Pegasus or <laughs> dragon appears. Shelby walks up and says, I want the donkey from Shrek. And boom, <laughs> she turns him into a donkey. Because, <laughs> because that is Shelby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yep. Uh, if yep. not that, Pinocchio. He'd be fun. That's not <laughs> a pet. That's not a pet. <laughs> you missed the assignment. He's mythical <laughs> it's not a pet uh, well i treat my so kids sh- as pets mm, okay oh, this all is right getting so i throw, so I throw much their worse. food on the ground and say, here boy get stop it here's your food all right donkey we'll say <laughs> i like donkey could you ride donkey i guess not he's I'm pretty short big. i've ridden a donkey yeah. yeah but like donkey from shrek do you think he's he seems and like a really small uh, well, wait a second. Mary rode a donkey? I was an adult. Well, yeah. So. yeah. But I'm saying donkey from Shrek. He no. seems really small. No, no, no. I think it's only because he's compared to an ogre. To an ogre. Yeah. 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 Like to okay. a human. A okay. human could ride a donkey. Right. Yeah, I could do it. Okay. I could ride. I don't want to ride him. Yeah. One what? time I was watching, you ever seen the the movie, uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite scenes is they're riding on this horse and they're like, come on, horse, giddy up. And the horse turned around and says, my name is Charlie. <laughs> oh, I thought that was funny. And I could do that. To, I'd be like, hey, come ride my donkey in the backyard. Mm. And we could be like a petting zoo and I could take yeah. him around and the kids would be like, come on, donkey. Mm-hmm. And he said, my name's Donkey. Could you imagine how <laughs> annoying Shelby and this donkey yeah. would be together? Oh, we would be oh, best friends. Goodness. I bet you I would. I would love to sleep inside. Dude, you either be best friends or I feel like you guys would hate each other no. from how much y'all talk to each other. Just constantly we oh would gosh. have a loving relationship everyone oh, else would hate gosh. y'all but y'all yeah. would get along great mm-hmm. <laughs> okay well thanks now i know you all a little bit better i kind of already knew that yeah. about you Grace. i thought but, about uh, pegasus i thought about unicorn yeah. and then i was like but it's a dragon i am surprised yeah you didn't uh, pick by like the way a horse. donkey and dragon. i can get horses in real life though, though. No, no no like a horse type no, mythological creature uh, yeah. they're, they're not far enough removed. They're not mythical enough. Mm. Uh, like, and a unicorn is just a horse with a horn on it. So it's not even magical that. properties. Yeah. Oh. oh, but then someone would try to hunt my unicorn and I don't like that. So that we both thought you said the same hunt. Okay. Yes. That, okay. What yeah. did you it think? Was, that's what she said. Kind of something else. Of we Some, don't need to bring it up. Something it else. PG. PG. Uh, did you know, speaking of that word, uh, donkey and dragon were together. Boyfriend and girlfriend mm-hmm. in Shrek. Remember that? Yes. Mm-hmm. So keep your dragon away from Donkey. I don't mm. want him distracted. Yeah. I don't want him distracted. He uh, wants to be focused. He okay. needs to be cutting them jokes to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, is he like your slave now? Hey, like, he hey make them jokes, Donkey. Well, he's my entertainment. I invite <laughs> people. Some people have a pool. He I've wants got like, a donkey. Got he a wants like fully sentient. First he wants a mermaid. I know. <laughs> then he wants Pinocchio. And then he wants a basically human brained talking you, donkey. I really just need new friends. I, uh, oh, that's oh, okay. I'm well, that's beg- begging we'll for talk friends. about that. This is later, untold I guess. the podcast yeah. with Grant and Grace now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shelby. I well, feel alone. 
Okay, uh, and on that note, uh, so the way that this starts, um, I want to hear y'all's title uh, for your stories, and based on that, uh, you get to decide whether or not you want to go first. So who has their title? Who wants to tell me? Grace does. Yay. Uh, my title is Planet of the Service Apes. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. Yankee Doodle Gator. <laughs> Don't you hate it when you lose to just the dumbest The dumbest idol? thing. It's just because everything yeah. he says is so stupid. Uh-huh. We laugh. And uh-huh. Then uh-huh. You can't help but give it to him. So because of that, Shelby, <laughs> do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Oh, okay. Yep. We're going to. Changing it up. Have you ever seen Whose Line Is, it, Whose Line is it Anyway? I have. What kind of show is that? Uh, it's an improv show. I'm going to improv this story oh, here. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Well, just. Just to let you know, I am a much stricter judge than Grace. Okay. I, just because you tried this time doesn't mean you're getting a free <laughs> I didn't pass. try. I'm improving it. Well, just because if you had told me oh, okay. you weren't. Uh, Fake it till you make it, man. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so have you ever heard of John Quincy Adams? I have. What? Oh, told president. story. Yeah, this is a told he, story. He uh, automatic disqualification. Do you know what number president he was? I have no idea. Yes, you do. Two. Come on. Yeah. George. Oh, you ever seen Hamilton? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I ignored most of it. But yeah. Well, uh, if you know about Hamilton, you're going to know a little bit about the story. Uh, so one of the things that's unique about John Adams is he kept an alligator as a pet in the White House. Oh. Yeah. That's ever, cool. My mom had a pet alligator once. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, I <laughs> thought this was unique. What did she do with yeah, it? Are my you mom- sure it wasn't a gecko? No, I'm sure. Shelby, my mom had a pet gator too okay well i'm just gonna tell you about this everyday (laughs) average gator that john quincy so this is just normal yeah (laughs) he kept it in the white house okay uh and the reptile belonged to lafayette you remember lafayette Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. one of my favorite hamilton characters okay Um, you know uh lafayette received this alligator when he was touring the country in 1825 Visited the White House. Lafayette had this pet gator with him. Couldn't keep traveling with a pet gator. It, yeah, I guess it's hard. hard. Sounds impractical. Know. He could have if he turned it into a handbag. Yes. <laughs> or suitcase. What was the gator's name? Uh, that I don't know. Hmm. Uh, America. Uh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, John Adams took the gator and put him on the east wing. Okay. And they were building out the East Wing and uh, put him in a bathroom in the bathtub, this gator, <laughs> and never told anyone really that he was there. So oh he'd invite gosh. guests over and he played a little trick on them. Oh, no. And they would open the door and there was, after a, Shelby's own heart. <laughs> yeah, there was right. a gator right there. Um, and everyone in the White House, uh, Died. They, they, they did not <laughs> necessarily like him. People were unsuspecting entering the bathroom, big surprise, and there was little gator. Uh, the gator, however, didn't stay at the White House. Uh, when Lafayette left, he took his pet with him and then went to die in France. Oh, um, okay. Lafayette's pet was not the only gator to have lived in the White House. Herbert Hoover's second son, Alan, also had two gators. What? There. Yeah. What's with all these gators? Okay. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the question of the day. And so mm-hmm. I went and I uh, so I was like, what's with all these gators here? These are people who want dragons, but gators don't have the sentience, so they just end up being mm. dangerous. So yeah. yeah, what does that mean, sentience? Like they're not smart enough to 
distinguish, oh, we shouldn't, you know, eat our owners. Got it. Mm. Okay. Uh, so I was asking the question that you're asking. Mm-hmm. What's with all the gators in the Is that your, uh, Seinfeld and impersonation? <laughs> I went down a deep dive, and this, my friends... Is not, in fact, a story about John Quincy Adams and his gator. I have no idea where this is going. What? It's a story about how that story may be made up. Okay. (laughs) So I went down this rabbit hole to figure out what's going on here. This story of John Quincy Adams' gator made it all the way to the back of a Snapple cap. All right. What? The Snapple cap said President John Quincy Adams' pet alligator lived in a White House bathroom. And I thought, man, that's good. Where are they getting this information? Mm-hmm. You know, here at Untold the Podcast, I don't just just make up facts. Mm-hmm. I don't just go to chat GPT and trust uh, what it says. I, do- I double down. I find those primary sources. I look for the truth. Mm. The Snapple cap says it was there. Real fact number 1211. I double clicked into it, if you will. Okay. And I. He went to Snopes.com and was like, is this true? (laughs) I went searching and I found Mackenzie Lee on Twitter. It said, Did you know that President John Quincy Adam had a pet alligator, which was given to him by uh, Lafayette and kept that alligator in a bathtub at the White House Hmm. and did not warn warn guests if they're. If it was there because he enjoyed watching them run from the bathroom and tear, all caps was that mm, Twitter. Mm. So I said, where is this coming from, mm-hmm. Grant? I like this whisper, shall we? Where is this it is, coming yeah. from? And I didn't see any sources from that. Okay. So I double clicked. I what? went even further. Hey. This story was on CNN. Point for your uh, journalism. It was an article on mental floss by Ethan Trex, which stated the sixth president also had a pet <laughs> gator. His... His was a gift from Lafayette. It okay. lived in a bathroom in the East Room of the White House. According to some reports, he enjoyed using the gator to scare his guests. What are these reports, I wondered to myself. And I came across a blog which was asking the same questions. Okay. Where are these reports? It is all over the place. In fact, it is even in Books, The Wackiest White House Pets. It's a kid's book. President Adam's Alligator is another kid's book. Yeah. There's pictures of a cartoon. See that? Look at that fun little gator there. Aww. And there's uh, He doesn't look harmful. No, and there's a horse. Um, <laughs> uh, it even is in the Presidential Pet Museum website, which mm. says uh, uh, it describes this gator as well. But thankfully, this blogger went to this Presidential Pet website and said, where, where is this coming from? Where did you get this? Mm. They came back and said, well, we actually don't know. Typically, we look at Wikipedia first. Oh, <laughs> there's your problem. So you double-click on Wikipedia, and you look at the source on Wikipedia, and guess what? The website for the Museum of White House Pets uh-huh. was the source. So now we're entering into a very meta source. Yeah. It's I was just getting, looping? I was getting frustrated. Yeah. What is the truth? Did we have mm. a pet at the White House that was an alligator? Yeah. What do you think? I would think, yes, it'd just be a really weird thing to make up. Yeah, that would be interesting. I mean, like, I don't believe it now, because didn't you say it was a fake story? Are we talking about the just the John Adams gator, or are we talking about the all gators? He may not have existed. John Adams? We don't know. Okay. Where do we know? All right, but hold on. Are we talking about all the gators? Like, what about the... Uh... Specifically John Adams, because okay. this is like a big thing Okay. that I'd never heard of. I think it's is. fake. I think it's fake. You're going fake. Okay. okay. And you're saying it should be made. I mean, it should probably be real. I mean, I'm guessing real, but... 
I don't know. Okay. You're wanting it to be real. Uh, the I legend. I just, it, it blows my mind that someone could, like I, especially now, I could write a nonfiction history book, self-publish it on mm-hmm. Amazon, and then people could cite my book yeah, as yeah. a source for something I just made up. Mm-hmm. Blows my mind. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, I get how it could happen, but why do people want to do this to history? Don't you want to know the truth? Yeah, but, and the Trolls. weird thing is this is a, like, this it. is the president. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, how right. is it, made, how has it made it to a Snapple <laughs> top and how is it made it on cnn and the all intern was just making stuff up yes. for the sample mm. tops and the next thing you know we see in 1958 uh the book the white house and its 32 families by amy la follette we see it in 1975 dog days at the white house the outrageous mm. memoirs of the presidential kennel keeper by travis bryant Okay, so but all of these sources are saying that it's real. It's real. So okay. these are legit sources. Okay. We don't see it in any jo- any of John Adams' diaries or letters. Okay. We don't see it in Lafayette's autobiography. Yeah, you'd think uh, that's something worth mentioning. We right? we see we know that there's a written chronicle of Lafayette's U.S. tour. There's no mention of an alligator. Mm. Lafayette's assistants catalog of the trip, no men- no mention of the alligator. Okay. But we also see it in all of these other, like I said, the outrageous memoirs of the presidential kennel keeper. Mm. So after a lot of digging, and this guy really did the digging. I just read his article. Right, right. Uh, we get down to where it really came from. Mm. Uh in 1888, which was 63 years after this supposedly happened, um, in this book called In the Household of John Quincy Adams, Harriet Taylor Upton wrote, when General Lafayette made his visit there, this famous East Room was given to him to deposit many curiosities <laughs> sent him, some live al- alligators being among them. Mm. Okay. That's it. Okay, so it was real. But the rest of it all... So it got exaggerated. Got oh, exaggerated. right, yeah, yeah. It doesn't say that John Adams had the alligator right. and just left it and watched Put it in the people. bathroom. Yeah, put yeah. it in the bathroom. Yeah. It says Lafayette huh. was there. He got was given the East Room, and there were some curiosities that uh, among them were multiple alligators that Dude. just got to hang out in the East Room. I feel like back then people were just so bored that they're like, hey, we got to make this interesting. There's alligators. Let's make up a story about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh so this guy actually went to the Massachusetts Historical Society and they confirmed what he found out. Basically, we can't we know that this is a major story about John Adams, right. this alligator pet. But we can't confirm it, but we also can't deny it. The only mm. reference we know of it is this Harriet Taylor Upton story about alligators in the East Room. Hmm. The best part is that you just made all of our listeners like those typical Reddit, Reddit users where someone one day is going to go to them and be like, oh, yeah, did you hear that John uh, Quincy yeah. Adams had an alligator? And everybody gets to go, uh, actually. Yeah. Actually. Um, actually. Um, actually. And you know what? Well, you the, did the, the research for those people. I did. And, and, you they're found going, it. They're, and it took me a I went down a major yeah. rabbit hole. And let me tell you. I started this story by going to chat GPT uh-huh. and telling uh, me stories about what? pets. And this was one of the stories. And I was like... Let me double check ah. this thing. And I went down and it was like a this could be a So you started this with double checking. Like I, that's how I always do it, man. Yeah. This could be listen, this could be like a really cool crime podcast series. <laughs> Is it a wow, true alligators. story mm. or not? Yeah. Well, I I've always researched all my stories, so all of mine mm. are true. So do I. That's oh, that's okay. how I landed here. Oh, okay. 
I may so, start with Chat GPT, but I'll always research it. So you're saying maybe we can start another podcast called like Untrue uh, <laughs> instead of Untold? <laughs> untrue. We just Wait, no. Find... Untrue question mark? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Real? Uh, well, hold on. It, it doesn't go. Is that the, the sub? Untold. Is that the subtext? Yeah. Real or not? Fiction? Yeah. <laughs> untrue. Telling the real stories. Yeah, mm. I like that. It's basically just a uh, fact check of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a replay. We're just replaying all of our <laughs> yes. episodes. If you didn't get enough. That's what we should do. When we retire oh from gosh. Untold, we just start oh a new gosh. one called Untrue where Untrue. we fact check every episode. <laughs> and we, pa- <laughs> we pause it and yes. it's, it's great saying, actually, Grant um, mm. messed up here. Yeah. <laughs> Just now, a bunch of record scratches. Um, actually, that's not true. And our pre-banter banter would have been, actually, Arkansas does border Texas. <laughs> Ooh. I'm sorry. I forgot about the 10 miles. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, well, that's my story. Uh, yeah. I Yankee like it. Hey, doodle just... alligator. Yankee doodle. <laughs> he didn't even try with What that. a fool, you know? like. <laughs> Do you regret silly. picking his now? Because I mean, it's just so stupid. It's so, yeah, it's so dumb, but no, I, I stand by it. I stand by it. Thank you. But wow. There you go. Okay. It reminds me of that record one, that, that video that we watched of that guy shaking and he broke that thing in his mm-hmm, hand and then mm-hmm. we found out it was oh. all just made up. Mm-hmm. It uh, wasn't an actual wax cylinder. People really still believe that John Adams had an alligator that he had kept in his in the hey. house and, he did, and it was just it's just a made up story honestly I appreciate right. the research and like finding that out Thanks. actually like that's not true thank it's you just, yep. you know beat that's that a lot of grace. work oh I will I brought pictures of mine so I know I just showed real. you pictures no you showed me a drawing oh. well they didn't have cameras I'm a- well I brought pictures of my <laughs> pets so hey you know what a sucker I am for pictures mm-hmm. that's true I mean that is true um cool well Thank you, Shelby. Uh, Grace, yours was Planet of the... Service Apes. Service Apes. Yep. All right. Okay. Um, I have a thought of where this is going, but I wanna, I'm want to. i interested to see. Oh, now I want to know what you're thinking. Just a bunch of ape butlers walking around. <laughs> Can I get you another uh, you know, martini, sir? Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite that, ah, but dang it. we are going to go, um, I imagine them with little tuxes on and stuff, but whatever, <laughs> adorable. that's fine. Um, <laughs> no, I just played, uh, have y'all ever played ticket to ride mm-hmm. with the trains? No, so, I have heard of it though. Well, well, we played through uh ticket to ride legacy the last couple weeks and mm-hmm. it's all about like building trains across America or whatever. And they've got different versions, all that. Anyway. Um, so, I really want to see how this connects to apes. You will. It doesn't. Yeah. She you just will. wanted to let you <laughs> no, know. No, no, no. Uh, it's so a really fun game. We are going to be talking about uh, late 1800s when the railroad uh, boomed worldwide and, okay. you know, became the method of travel for everyone everywhere. Um, and we're going to go to South Africa mm-hmm. where uh, the Cape Government Railways built a line from Port Elizabeth to Cape Town in South Africa. Okay. And this put this little town called, and I'm probably going to butcher this, but. Wittenage. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, How would I read it? I don't know. This word right there. Give it. Give it a go. Oh, that's. Is that a U? Yeah. Uittenhage. What? Okay, now I gotta see this word. Uittenhage. What? Uh, that word right there. Oh yeah, it's Uittenhage. 
<laughs> very we all went different i like how y'all went german and i went french yeah you went french <laughs> i don't know um, okay anyway so this teeny tiny town uh just north of port elizabeth that was a railroad intersect um for this line so we've got this guy named james edwin wide mm. was an employee of the what an unfortunate name <laughs> he's got a wide load mm. That's okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter what his name was because uh, as an employee of the railway station, um, they his nickname was Jumper. Oh. They didn't play on the name wide I at know. all? I feel nope. like that was easy. Uh, that was fruit. Yeah, that was low hanging fruit. It would have been. Unless you're really the opposite. It would have yeah, been. He's the skinniest guy yeah, ever. <laughs> Except it, with the nickname like Jumper on the railroad tracks, what do you think he's mm. known for? Jumping on the railroad track. Jumping, jumping cars. Or Jump, jumping across. Jumping parkour. Between the, the, the trains while they're moving. Mm-hmm. Which. What a cool guy. Horrible idea. Why would you do that? Yeah. Because guess what? In 1877, he slipped and fell and got both his legs run over by a train. So. Ah, not so wide anymore. <laughs> I, I love if. I love the idea that they still called him Jumper, though, after that. <laughs> <laughs> he was still known as Well, when you've lost your legs to jumping no, now somebody com- little Little Jumper. Yeah. <laughs> little Jump. Somebody completely Hop. new just meeting Hopper. him. You got no legs. Oh, yeah, that's Jumper. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Grace, have you, ever, have you ever heard of the time that Grant did a stand-up comedy? Oh, shut up. We don't need to I go. I did. All right. Anyway. So, uh, Jumper... Uh, like I said, had this habit of jumping between train cars. He fell and lost both his legs at the knees. So um, what did they do back then when you don't have any job protection? They fired him. They were like, you can't do this job without yeah. any legs. So You can't jump no more. Figure it out. Like, you know. Why? Uh, can I just ask, why was he jumping? Like, was it for his job or was he just being stupid and um, just jumping a lot? I, it Everything I found, it didn't specify. I'm assuming that whatever he did for the railroad at the okay. time, he had to walk around the railroad yard, and so okay. he just kind of like was doing it as a shortcut. Okay. They didn't have so it shortcut. was like part of his job. He wasn't just like, oh, look at Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't okay. like some random guy on the yeah, train okay. tracks. Like he yeah, worked yeah. there and was trying to like okay. move around his work okay. area. I forgive him. And just wasn't I forgive that him smart for... about it. <laughs> um, so after they fired him, he made his own prosthetics, which were basically just peg legs that he... Oh. So, now I call him Peg. Listen, mm-hmm. the poor guy, man, he just like Peggy. toddled around the town because like they had no oh, man. Uh, joints or, you yeah. know, it was just peg legs. Couldn't be, yeah. Um, and then he built himself a little trolley to get around and it, it wasn't really like a wheelchair. It was like a flat, uh, almost like a wagon, but without the sides. Yeah. No, no, no. It was like a wagon, like a flat surface area and then four wheels and he could roll around on this thing. Yeah. But it was a very... skateboard. <laughs> no. Skateboard's a flat, a big skateboard. Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay, you see a picture of it. It looks like a wagon. No one's going to look at that and be like, oh, it looks like a skateboard. (laughs) All right. Um, Anyway, so he went back. I'm staying out of it. (laughs) (laughs) He went back to the railroad company and was like, please, can I have my job back? I can get around enough. So they gave him a job um, as the signal man, which meant he... Why are you? I'm laughing? sorry. I just think they gave him the same job. <laughs> jump, <laughs> just, jump around, figure yeah, it out. Go ahead, figure it out. Sorry, yeah. sorry. So uh, the signal man was responsible for sitting in this booth, um, and when trains would approach into uh, their area, they would give a certain number of blasts with their horn, and mm. then he would be responsible for like changing the tracks, changing the signals. Okay. Or sometimes he'd have to come out and meet them, or do some, you know. So anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that was his job. Mostly was to sit in the booth and, and change these levers. Um, so he, 
was happy to be rehired. But so one day he's in the market on uh, one Saturday morning. And uh, while he's in the market, this ox wagon pulls in Hmm. um, that is being led by a baboon. Hmm. Uh, So this baboon walks up leading two oxen uh, with a cart behind it and, and, and parks it. And he's like, what is happening? So he uh, walks over there and there's, you know, obviously an owner to these animals. It's not just a mm-hmm. uh, very smart baboon, but I mean, it is, but. Point, because like, what a scene. I know, right? Like, what? <laughs> you, you wouldn't see that in today's world. Yeah, <laughs> I'm imagining a lot right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he goes over to the owner and he's like, wow, that is a uh, really smart baboon you have there. Uh, what else can he do? And so the owner starts showing him like all, you know, how smart he is and all these things he can do. Um, And the whole time Jack's sitting there thinking like, I bet that this animal could be trained to like really help me out. Um, So he convinces the guy to sell him the baboon. Oh my gosh. Um, And he names him Jack. Jack the baboon. Jack the baboon. All right. All right. Um, So at first, uh, you know, uh, Jumper lived a half mile from. (laughs) Jumper and Jack. (laughs) Jump and Jack. Oh, my gosh. All right. Sorry. (laughs) He lived a half mile from the train station. So the very first thing he taught Jack was to push him in the trolley that he made. And part of the reason this didn't look like a skateboard, it was big enough to fit on the train tracks. So you could Mm. lift this trolley onto the train tracks and push along yeah yeah to get to make it easier for him to get to the station so the that's funny um, did so, it have like the legit like train wheels on it too and, they like, weren't the, that big but yeah, yeah they were i mean they he, they were so that they could go on the train track and he oh could ride gosh. into the station instead of having to walk the whole way dude the imagery in this whole story <laughs> is just wild <laughs> i'll, I'll okay. have pictures i will post this okay. on social media because it's a, it's awesome okay um but so uh this is the first thing he taught Jack was to push him on this trolley into the the station. And Jack figured out that like when they started to go downhill, he could just push, 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 and then jump on the trolley with him and they'd coast down the hill and all that. So smart, um, adorable. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was the main thing he taught him right off the bat, but the more Jack hung out with jumper, the more he picked up. Mm. So, um, one of the first things he learned was, uh, if a locomotive was pulling into the station, he would blast his horn four times and, uh, jumper would grab a key to go give to the uh, driver of the train so that what? he could go open up like this coal storage to load more coal onto the train. So he's doing this for a while. And then one time he's, you know, sitting there in his little booth and, uh, Jack has been watching him do this and he hears four uh, blasts of the horn and he grabs the key and runs out before Jumper can even get up uh, and takes it out to the train guy. And Jack or Jumper is like, wow, that's uh, really awesome. I wonder what else he could learn. So he starts teaching him uh, like the different blasts for the signal changes. Okay. And the way they changed uh, the tracks and the signals, they were basically like right outside the booth. There were these huge levers uh-huh. that were, you know, maybe three feet high and you would grab them and just pull them over. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I know it is. Yeah. But so it was outside the booth. So like people could see yep. this baboon out there changing the levers. <laughs> That's great. For their trains. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, Jack learned how to train, change the, the signal boxes. And, of course, all good things must come to an end. Karen saw this baboon mm. work in the signal box and complained to the authorities. Of course. So they, the uh, authorities roll up to the station and they're like, well, we need to do an inspection because this sounds like it might be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, they I find mean, out. Listen, the whole time you've been talking, baboons are crazy. 
Out of all <laughs> monkeys, that's the one I don't want to deal with. See, chimpanzees are the one I don't want to deal with. Really? But mm-hmm. moons, like, they got them fangs. They got the butt. They you got, don't mess with them. <laughs> you, well, how do you guys feel about gorillas? It, if I paid you a million dollars, would you fight the gorilla? No, no I'm, I'm not going to fight a gorilla, but they're sweet. Gorillas are... No, you would train. In a zoo. You would hire people to be your bodyguards against That's gorillas. right. I would. I would hire <laughs> someone. If I had to fight a gorilla, I'd just hire someone to no, protect I, me. I feel like all baboons, chimpanzees. Um, Primates in general. They, they, they will take they will take your arms and legs yeah. off. Like they're, they're looking not, for an opportunity to make their move. Yeah. Aren't baboons the one that they have like huge teeth? Yes. Too, like in the, yes. Yeah, they've got yep. fangs. Yeah. No. Nope. Um, nope. So anyway, this this woman sees uh, Jack out there doing his thing as the smart baboon he is, and complains. And so they roll up, do an inspection, and of course they look at uh, James and Jack, and they're like, "Yeah, we we can't have this. Y'all y'all got to get out of here." <laughs> they fired him again. Oh my gosh! And <laughs> so poor James. But we hired the baboon. No. Yeah, I was about to say as she's telling the story, <laughs> I was like, "Did Jack take his job?" <laughs> I, that would be the funniest freaking thing. Well, oh my gosh. so he went to um, the system manager and he was like, listen, I promise that he knows what he's doing. He mm-hmm. is very smart. He has never messed up. Like he does a great job. And this guy's like, doesn't believe it. He's like, okay. So yeah. they decide to give Jack a test. Mm. Um, so they bring him in and they run him through all the different signals that it takes to, to change the levers and everything. Um, he does not miss a single one. Dude. And what's more than that is not only when he changes the lever that corresponds with the whistle blast, he also like looks to make sure that the correct track changes and all that. Like he, he's like double checking his work. He's like that. Yeah. yeah, Detailed. Um, so they're like, man, all right. Uh, he's kicking butt. (laughs) Sure. We're gonna, we're gonna let him, we're gonna let him do this, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And so they hired, uh, James back on, but they also hired Jack. And basically what they did was pay for his, uh, they gave him oh, what's rations okay. every month. They gave him food. And one of the things that uh, the baboon's owner had told James when he first got him, he was like, you have to give him a large glass of brandy every night. <laughs> okay. If you don't, he will sulk all the next day. What? And so sure enough, James forgot one day. And Jack straight up refused to push him to work. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the trick. Huh? Yeah. So as what? long as you give him his brandy at night, he's like, I can do this. What? So yeah, they both get hired by the railway. He even got like, a, um, in addition to the monthly rations, he got an employee number. <laughs> of course. And he worked there for nine years without a single incident. Like he never Dang, dude. messed up. In as long as he years. had his brandy. Yeah. He was good. <laughs> Such a wild. Yeah. What a weird... Okay. You can't, humans can't drink at work, but the baboons, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. the baboons can run the train that'll, station while drinking. It's yeah, fine. That'll dole them down a little yeah. enough. So, that's um, funny. Yeah. So he, he learned, uh, the tasks at work. He also learned to help, uh, James around the cottage, like sweeping and little mm. like household tasks and things like that. Um, so like I said, it was like 1877 when he lost his legs. Um, and so he got him shortly after that in 1890, Jack, the baboon, contracted tuberculosis and passed away. Oh. So he had him for, I don't know what baboon's lifespans are. Yeah. But he had him for about 10 years there where Hmm. he, well, probably a little over 10 years where he worked for the station and was his companion and all that. So, of course, James was obviously like inconsolable when Jack passed away because they were (laughs) inseparable. Yeah. 
Um, and Jack became Jack the signalman is what he is known as in South Africa. And he's become such a treasure of South Africa that they still have his skull on display at the Albany museum, um, in Grahamstown. What? So he is like a big, I'm surprised I didn't try training anyone else, any other monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. He had a human supervisor. So I I think that was probably the, yeah. All right, dude. Anyway, so that's awesome. That's the story of Jack the Signalman. Wow, the signal baboon. The signal baboon. <laughs> yep. Nice. All right, I like it. I like One it. One time, I went through the drive-through zoo in Georgia, and they had a little cage with a baboon in it. That mm. thing was the craziest monkey I've ever seen. Yeah, it looked like. I mean, sure, it was in a small little cage. So he was, but he was going crazy. He did not like us walking by, dude. I wouldn't either if I was kept in a cage and people just kept walking by going, mm. Oh my gosh. This, cool? is a, this is a cool look. His peg legs. Yeah. Two. I'm showing Grant a picture. He looks different than. Of James I just and looked Jack. him up. I looked him up. Okay. Yeah. yeah he looks, uh, the baboon looks, I, I guess I was thinking of a different one or maybe I just can't see it as well, but I pictured baboons less. Like, monkey-like. Yeah. He does look yeah, very monkey-like. Um, yeah. That's the, cool. I think that the thing is to in 1870s like if you look at english bulldogs and i know we like intentionally breed them what right. they looked like at in the 1920s versus now is so mm, widely different yeah right i don't know if Animals like maybe look. it's a, a species thing where they you know it's a different branch of yeah. baboons or, or whatever but yeah he doesn't look like a full-on like, he looks like a very big monkey yeah but yeah he he would like get up there and like pull the little Dude, and what? stuff and that's awesome he's a cute yeah i love him what? Yep. Jack uh, the baboons live about 35, 45 years. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was an longer. alcoholic, so yeah. it, it got his liver. Greatly reduced it. Well, <laughs> That's a lot longer than I uh, he, would he think di- a baboon lives. <laughs> he died like everybody else in that time period. Yeah, TB. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the TB. I got the humans. I got the animals. Who knows? Well, thanks, Grace. That You're was welcome. a good story. Uh, you both had great stories tonight. Uh, I really appreciated them. Shelby, I loved uh, that you did the work and you went Thanks. through all that just to find out that uh, it it was just Man- a Nelson well, Mandela yeah. effect. I mean, it was kind of real. Yeah. But, but people just exaggerated. rolled with it. I yeah. always be careful what you hear. Mm-hmm. It's called spiral sources. Mm-hmm. Where they're sourcing off of each other. Like I, if I could, if I came on here and presented that as if it was real, mm-hmm. people would walk away and say, "Oh, that is a real thing." Yeah, but it may not be. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I appreciate you yeah. telling the truth because on the here on the Untold Podcast, we tell the truth. That's we, right. We value authentic mm-hmm. historical research. Mm-hmm. If we make a mistake, it ain't on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. yeah, and we've probably made a lot of mistakes, which is why we're launching untrue. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, and you'll find out the real truth. In our next podcast. <laughs> when we get more serious about our research. <laughs> oh, my gosh. As I just, uh, I'm sorry. Side note. I just picture that as Grace. It's just Grace. <laughs> yeah. Shelby and I are nowhere in that podcast. No. It's just Grace going through everything, being <laughs> like, well, this isn't, this isn't actually true. This isn't, um, what actually happened was, yeah. and Shelby and I are just in the background, just eating popcorn or something. We're just, wow. Ah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> Um, cool. Uh, Grace, I, I really liked your story about, uh, uh, J- Jumper and Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Jumper and Jack. Dude, they were, uh, that was a pretty cool story. I liked, uh, 
that it was we don't do a lot of uh stories in um africa no we don't That's so true. that was that was different changing it up too mm-hmm. um both really good stories but tonight i think i'm gonna have to give it to grace Yay. oh well imagine that yeah. shelly said but i actually did the research <laughs> there's a lot of imagery in that i could picture a lot Shelby, I like yours, but, you know, I mean, the monkey wins. I'm sorry, well, That's man. all right. I'm that's sorry, cool. you know. Can't win them all. I, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but what what would win in a fight, a monkey or an alligator? Like <laughs> uh, alligator. I mean, well, it would be pretty close. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, an alligator would. I mean, in the water, sure. But well, take I mean, that on run land. Away. It can't catch a baboon on land. Mm. I love how you say baboon. Yeah, baboon. What do you say? I mean, it's not a bad thing. It just, I, it's, it sounds interesting to me. A baboon. Shelby, baboon. it's not an ostrich, but it's a emu. <laughs> emu. Emu. It's emu. not a cow. How do y'all? Emu. How do y'all say baboon? Baboon. Baboon. I think I say baboon. Baboon is what I go with. Yeah. Baboon? I put more emphasis on the A. Baboon. And you say baboon. Baboon. Hey, potato, potato, man. That sounds so funny to me. It's fine. Baboon? Write in and tell us how you say it. Hold on. Let me see how Google says it. Baboon or baboon? Yeah. Comment on this next next podcast. Baboon. That just sounds like a... That just sounds like a... That's what they say. Oh, my gosh. I was like, who's pronouncing that? If you want to know what a baboon sounds like, that's what it is. Um, it just sounds like a goat when you say it like a baboon. Well, I'm talking the donkey. What? Baboon. <laughs> Shelby gets so mad when I ruin his <laughs> jokes because I don't get it. Baboon. 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 A baboon. A baboon. 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 A baboon. Baboon. A baboon. A baboon. I don't know. I'm so confused now. Hey, boo-boo. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. Listen, I can count on one hand the number of times I've needed to say that word in my adult life (laughs) before tonight. Well, Shelby's never heard of an emu, so that's fine. It's fine. We'll we'll all have a... uh, (laughs) I have looked it up before. I'm sure both are correct. It's like Uh tomato, tomato. Emu. Watch him be wrong. Ready? I'm leaving this in because I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait. Emu. Everybody knows. We are looking at how to... (laughs) ...animal, which is endemic. This is the largest lived pipe. After its relative, the pronouncing as... How can there be an entire video about how to pronounce emu yeah, without what? actually saying the word? The emu. Emu! Uh, oh, that's because he's like European. No, no shut up. Not. You can't look it up and then... Okay. All right. We need to end this. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you like what you heard, please uh, go rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Uh, it really helps us out. And uh, if you didn't like us, don't bother. Um, So for Untold the Podcast, I'm Grant. This has been Shelby and Grace. And we'll see you next time. Peace out. Love you. Go Chiefs. (laughs) 